Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Step up, step up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the weird fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a new Real Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Housewives. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. Now this week, we sit down with Real Housewives of Atlanta's Phaedra Parks, and of course, Leah McSweeney, who we talked to last week. But this week, she opens up about her decision about why she decided to stop drinking once the cameras stopped rolling. But we have a lot to get to before that, so let's kick it off with some Housewives news. Joe, what's going on in Beverly Hills? There's a lot of Beverly Hills news this week. We got to start and talk about Brandy Glanville posting the picture of apparently Denise Richards kissing her. But what's interesting is it wasn't confirmed that it was actually Denise. You can only see kind of half of her face. But I do think she's leaving some breadcrumbs for us because I think she is hearing the world complain that we haven't gotten to the Brandy Denise drama on the show yet. I know. It's so soon. So it's coming back, uh, what, next week? And I think that we're about to get hit with a a Beverly Hills bombshell. But Brandy did say, like, she basically kind of admitted that it was Denise, I guess. So we'll see what happens. But like we said in the mid-season trailer, the Denise drama comes to a head with Brandy in the upcoming episodes. Um, Another housewife making some news is Lisa Renna, who refused to be silenced after people wanted her fired from QVC, right? Yeah, this was really interesting because, you know, as fans know, Lisa Renna is not just a housewife and just stays in LA and films the show. She has so many other things going on, including her successful line on QVC. Well, like you said, Lisa has been very political on social media and apparently not everyone that follows her on QVC is necessarily happy with the things that she has been saying online. And she even said, I'm sad to report, it would now seem I can't use my platform to inform or question or say how I feel politically because the Karens have bombarded QVC, begging them to fire me and say they will no longer buy my clothes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, people. it is tricky though, because I, I have gotten a lot of advice over the years. Christina, just in our business as, you know, hosts and working in entertainment news that, you know, 
politics is one thing, but maybe keeping it separate is the smartest way to go. But it's tough in these Mm -hmm. times because there's a call to action to have conversations that are uncomfortable and people are expecting people with platforms like Lisa Rinna to speak out. But apparently not everyone that watches QVC agrees with her. Right. Totally. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. But, you know, I think in this time, it's good to let your voice be heard. Like you said, everybody needs to be having these conversations. And if people don't like it, then you know what? I'm sure she doesn't care. Don't buy her clothes. You know, right. You know, I'm sure she doesn't care. Okay. Let's move on to Kyle, who her husband actually celebrated a big birthday, the big five zero, and he's looking 50 and fabulous. Yes. I mean, he is looking really good. He's sort of embracing his sort of like hippie later lifestyle look. Don't you think? I do. I do. I think so. I mean, he, I mean, he's very good looking. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He is my favorite house husband. I think he's the hottest one. I think Uh I know a few people that know him out on the West coast and say he's as nice as you want him to be. He's as handsome in person as you want him to be. And looking pretty good at 50. I gotta say. Yeah. Like he said, 50 and fabulous. And then, okay, let's talk about Erica Jane who, she said that, of course, season 10 only gets better. And I think that we could probably agree about that because you and I both weren't too happy with the first half of Beverly Hills. No, and everyone I've talked to that are big Housewives fan and particularly love Beverly Hills the most are were a little disappointed with this first chunk. And I think maybe this hiatus that they forced upon us is good because it gave us a breather to sort of be refreshed and to see what is coming up. But I got to say, if they disappoint, it's going to be a big disappointment. <laughs> it's going to be huge because they've been building this yeah. up for so long. So yes. they really can't drop the ball on this one. So somebody that was spilling some tea this week is David Foster. Of course, he used to be married to Yolanda Hadid. Um, they had a very messy split, but he has a new Netflix documentary coming out called Off the Record. And while he went on the record about some things, there is one thing that he won't be talking about. And that is the reason why he and Yolanda split. Yeah. I mean, he said that he's never going to disclose the actual reason. I mean, their marriage ended when she was battling Lyme disease. She still is. But when that happened back in 2015, I think a lot of people thought he just sort of packed his bags and left a sick woman But he said in the documentary, how could I leave a sick woman? The fact of the matter is that is not the reason why I left. And you know what? It's no one's business why that marriage ended. But I do think it's important for him to clear the air that it wasn't for that reason. Because fans will speculate that he sort of left her high and dry. But that wasn't the case. No, I think, you know, I think maybe one, I mean, this is just me speculating. I have no idea. But it seemed like he was not happy being on the show. And that people were starting to recognize him as a reality star rather than this mega music mogul who's won like 16 Grammys and has had this amazing career. And now he's just being known as like a house husband. No, I think you're right. I mean, David Foster is a incredible music mogul, like you're saying. I mean, I just don't think he wanted to be identified as a house husband. And unfortunately... The Housewives fans are so hardcore that they would have dubbed him as a house husband. And that's that's beneath David Foster. Yeah, totally. Okay, let's move on over to the OC. Now, Heather Dubrow's daughter actually had some big news. You know, she ended out Pride Month by coming out as bisexual. Yeah, she came out as bisexual. I love the Dubrows. I got to say, don't you? Heather and Terry. 
I think they'll be the perfect LGBTQ parents. They just seem very too. supportive. Oh, yes. Totally supportive. I, when I spoke to them recently, all I wanted to do is just talk about their kids and how much yes. fun they were having being home with them during quarantine. It just seems like they, they have like the best time together. So I fully support them and I think they're fantastic. Thank God. Love them. Okay, so let's move right along. Oh, so we have to talk about New York is back. Thank God. They are filling up our Housewives cups because they've been empty for the past few weeks. And we have to talk about our clip of the week because we actually got some new taglines, right? Yes, let, let's just roll it right now. The new taglines are out. Let's take a listen. Like a mint in my mouth, I can be a bit fresh. I'm no one's arm candy. I'm the whole bowl of sugar. So what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? I'll say sorry for what I've done, but never for who I am. I rise above the drama and won't settle for the lower level. Okay, whose is your favorite? You know, it's interesting. First of all, I can tell that they recorded them at home, which we're recording this podcast yes. from home. So no, we have sound issues all the time. We had sound issues today, but I can tell that like Ramona's like recording it in her closet and like Dorinda's in the Berkshires. You can just tell that it's like a little mm. off. But aside from that, I, I do like Luann's because it calls out a moment from this season that she calls out the lower level. I do. I, I have to agree. I, I like that one the best. That was definitely my favorite. And of course, you know, Tinsley is now officially dropped. She's no longer in the opening credits. So that's probably why they had to re-record the opening. And, you know, it's it's nice to get some new mid-season taglines. No, it is. I think just a little refresher, like you said, after this hiatus. But it was interesting watching last night's episode with instead of six of them, there's only five, which I knew Tinsley right. would be leaving. But just to see five of them holding apples, I was like, this is kind of a small cast. It really is. It yeah. is. It's a small cast, which leaves room for more ladies to come into the mix, which, you know, Leah kind of talked about last week. So hopefully we can get some diversity and to show what New York really is all about. So yes. hopefully that change changes coming. Let's talk a little bit about Leah because she recently opened up about being three months sober. And, I, and during our interview last week, she actually spoke about that and said why she decided to stop drinking once cameras stopped rolling. So take a listen. I mean, obviously a big storyline in the first half of the season is your decision to drink. I mean, have your parents watched the show? What did they make of you drinking the season? How are they feeling about it? The interesting with the drinking thing is this. Some people don't understand that like I uh, I had been, they're like, oh my God, she, she started drinking for the show. And it's like, no, I had been drinking six months right. before that, right? Um, mm -hmm. But, and look, I spent most of my adult life not drinking. Like, it's like I, you know, living without alcohol is much more normal to me than living with alcohol. Everyone saw me just, everyone did see me, you know, testing the waters. Yeah. You know, in a way. And I think it was like over, you know, all in all, I don't regret any of it. I, you know, I think it, I needed to do it. No one was going to tell me not to. Am I drinking now? No. I think that. I, I don't think that it's some kind of big life or death thing for me, but do I think that like my life is better quality when I'm not drinking or hungover? Absolutely. So that's, you know, the way I'm, I'm back to living now is just the way that I've always been living without alcohol. So 
Look, my parents, you know, they know me. I'm crazy with or without alcohol. It's nothing my mom hasn't seen before. (laughs) Yeah. And I think what matters to her is like how I am feeling right now about it all, you know? So she's good. Good, good. Did watching the show back kind of make you apprehensive to keep drinking? Um, Or was it just you just didn't? It was was just a decision regardless Mm -hmm. of if I think I did the show or not. I don't think it was meant to be me having, you know, drinking and seeing what that was like was never going to be the rest of my life type of thing or for a very amount of time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Has your daughter watched the show? She has. (laughs) What's been her reaction? She likes it. She's totally like, yeah, she's fully supportive. You know, I mean, we laugh at it, you know, we have a, Mm -hmm. a laugh at it. It's fine. Good, good. So it seems like Leah is back to, you know, living her sober life, which I think is fantastic. I think that's really great. I mean, I love Leah. I was just telling my mom earlier this morning that I think she is my new favorite housewife, like of all time of someone joining the show. She's just nailed it from day one. But I will say that Mm -hmm. if I was her and watched back how drunk I got in some of those moments, I'd probably have to be sober too. Yeah. Oh, totally. 100%. But yeah, like we said, we we love Leah and she's such a great new addition to this cast. So excited to see what the rest of New York brings to us this season. We're going to talk a lot more about the latest episode in just a minute, but we want to finish out our news. We have some news. This is actually some disturbing news from New Jersey. So Dina Manzo, of course, we remember her from Real Housewives in New Jersey. Her ex-husband, Tommy, actually hired someone to beat up her boyfriend back in 2015. Yeah, this was a this crazy, crazy bombshell of a story this week. I even saw it on, you know, so many other places because not only is it Housewives news story, it sort of reminds me of like a 2020 special, the way that this plays out. I mean, yeah. it could be its own movie. But Christina, I have to ask you as our New Jersey, our resident New Jersey expert, is yes. this what goes down in Jersey or what? <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, I wasn't really too surprised about this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Christina's like, I've heard this before. About, <laughs> yeah, what's actually crazy about this is that he hired this guy to beat up her boyfriend, which happened, but in return, he got a discount for his wedding at the Brownstone, which is- No, that cracks that me up. That is New Jersey. That is, that is true, New Jersey. In my early days in New York City, I used to cater and I did a lot of weddings in New Jersey. So I, and a lot of them were over the top. So it just made me think of like all these sort of fabulous Italian families in New Jersey that do these over the top weddings. And Christina, I'm sure you've been to quite a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I had my own boat. Yeah, and, and you had one in New Jersey true, that was over the top. Yes, true <laughs> New Jersey fashion. It's like you have the, the big sweet scenes and you have the big uh, the big wedding. Yes. So, I mean, they're expensive. So I guess, you know, if you have to beat somebody up to get a good deal, I guess that's what you do. I just think this is really interesting because Dina Manzo, this, this put her back on the map in terms of news. I mean, she could return to New Jersey because this... This is everything everyone was talking about this week. Oh, everybody. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. She hasn't said anything publicly about this yet, and I'm sure she won't. But who knows? We'll keep you updated if she does. Yes. Moving on to Dallas. It seems like the ladies have begun filming. They have. And yes, they have, which is interesting since the coronavirus is really bad in Texas. But you know what? As long as everybody's staying safe, that's totally fine. 
Um, but in the midst of all this, Cameron actually shut down rumors of divorce because a lot of people were saying that somebody is actually going through a split during this season, right? Yeah, I'm not sure where this rumor came from, to be honest. I It kind of sounds like it was planted like from the Dallas people themselves because... Yeah. I didn't know that they were having issues at all. I mean, I know some people think that they're a little bit of a mismatch, but I I didn't hear anything about them splitting, you know, no, until this, either, obviously. But, yeah, right. But she shut it down. Seems like she and her husband are doing well, and I'm sure we'll see that all play out this season. Yes. All right. And rounding out our news is our exclusive clip of the week, our exclusive interview of the week. And that has to go to Phaedra Parks. Of course, we remember her from Real House of Atlanta. But now she is going to be appearing on Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop Edition with her boyfriend Medina. But of course, we had to ask her if she would ever make a return to the Real House of Atlanta. Take a listen. Doing reality TV again, does it ever make you want to return to Housewives? I mean, I know Nini recently said that, you know, she would love to have you back because you do have some unfinished business. So would, do you feel that way as well? Um, you know what? I love Nene. Mm-hmm. Um, we're from the same hometown and I really respect her because she's a mogul in every sense of the word. And I've seen her just grow by leaps and bounds. Um, but right now I'm finding love. I'm in a wonderful place. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, wanna, I want to love love, not fight for love. And, and, you know, I just, I'm in a great place. And so, I mean, I'm always happy for, you know, those years I spent, but everybody has to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think we're at a place now, especially with this quarantine, where this is a time, and I think it's especially for media, where we really have to be very reflective um, when we talk about change and make sure that the change is on every front. Mm -hmm. Um, And so media, television, reality, we all play a part in these stereotypes. And, and in order for us to move forward and propel uh, Black people into a different position, we have to be very cognizant of the roles that we are playing and the messages that we're putting out in the media. So, I mean, I'm happy finding love. This was obviously shot before quarantine. Of course. But um, I'm very aware of messaging at this point. And so I wish everybody the best of luck. Well, it doesn't seem like she will be making a return anytime soon, but we will continue to keep our fingers crossed. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you need your Housewives fix before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered.